Welcome to Wake the Bear Radio with your host, Brandon Johnson, Chris Hurst, and Ron Powers. Roar. Oh, yes. Hear that roar. Come oh, on. Great, great roar. Things are waking up. The bear is waking up. The bear is California, and we are part of that awakening movement. And, yes, uh, patriots are becoming what? Christians. Patriots are becoming Christians, and Christians are becoming patriots, and California is waking up. They are, one person at a time. Hopefully scores of people at a time. But how was your weekend? I mean, it was such a great weekend, um, you know, celebrating Resurrection Sunday. Yep. He is risen. Guys do anything special? He is risen indeed. Yes, I mean, just celebrating um, the the whole story of the redemptive story of uh, Jesus, our, the God-man. He was fully God, fully man, and what he did for us. Wow, what a great celebration from Passover to Resurrection Day. Mm-hmm, yeah, fantastic. I just, I, we had a, my wife and I and my daughter drove down to Big Sur and just saw the beauty of God's creation. So all of the, the spring flowers, I, I can see why we uh, why the powers that be decided or <laughs> chose to make it happen in this period of time, because you just see so much life being restored after a, a big rainy season and all the new flowers. But I, you know, I just, I just remember that, you know, Jesus in that grave three days, three nights and rose from the dead. And uh, that's why that made the huge, the greatest impact in human history and, and in, in the universe, you know, that event. So uh, it changed everything. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah, we went uh, we went to my in-laws house first and then my my parents house and it was really good. And the neat thing about my mother, she always likes to uh, she'll have all these eggs and in the eggs are questions about the Bible story. And and so we each get to answer that. And so that was really neat. You know, it just be like, you know, how many times did the, the crow crow and uh, Peter, you know, uh, denied Christ and just things like that trivia, but it got us all talking about it and actually had to do a couple searches, you know, we, uh, so I, I learned actually a couple things myself from it. So it was really good. Uh, and then Brandon, yeah, it was nice that you mentioned the three days and three nights. Um, you know, we had, we had this covered this week in a bear pause yeah. and, uh, just to, you know, not to get over technical or techie, but, uh, you know, Traditions make void the word of God. And, you know, all my life I've been taught, you know, Good Friday, Sunday morning. And it's like, okay, Friday night to Saturday night. That's one day and night. And then, wait, can't even get to Sunday night. It's already risen on Sunday morning. So it's like a day and a half. So where's this three days, three nights? And that was the yep. one sign, you know, when they came uh, to Jesus, show us a sign that you're the Messiah. He says, I'll just give you one. And it's, this is the one of Jonah, as he was in the belly of the whale for three days and three nights. So shall he be in the sun of, uh, in the in the ground for three days and three nights. Yep. And it's always bothered me. And so it was neat to have it explained. And this chart, I, I just found it. It was just you know something you could do a search on images for three days and three nights. But it really clearly laid it out and how the scriptures, um, you know. So when you have the the ladies, you know, Mary Magdalene and Mary Martha and all them. You know, they're they're waiting till after the Sabbath to buy the spices, but they prepared the spices before the Sabbath and then they rested. It's like, you know, it's a contradiction. But if you have two Sabbaths, because John calls the Sabbath a high day Sabbath, the uh, 
the Passover. That can happen any day of the week. So it was neat to see it finally worked out technically. And it really just encourages my faith. And it just shows that uh, sometimes we fall for tradition. And as a result, churches fall for maybe the false narratives all around us because they don't want to make waves. And a lot of times this has been exposed. You show them and they go, well, what difference does it make? He rose from the dead. That's all that counts. But it's like you miss out the richness of the, you know, the Hebrew Old Testament. Um, you know, Chris, we, you were talking a little bit earlier about that, about the, the feast days and the unleavened bread mm -hmm. and all. Go, You know, you got a comment on that you want to? Yeah, I mean, we really, the feast days are a day to celebrate and to, they really are open heavens. Uh, they're special days, they're time gates, God appointed him. He said, uh, for all of time, uh, I want you to observe this and without being legalistic, I think uh, it, it's a great Passover and um, at Shavuot, which is uh, Pentecost and then uh, the the Feast of Tabernacles, which is Rosh Hashanah and the whole uh, Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, they are great days to celebrate because we get to go through the cycle of the redemption story over and over again. And we can see Jesus in every step, uh, every one of those feasts. Uh, now we have 50 days from uh, Passover to Pentecost. And we know originally the law was given on Mount Sinai at Pentecost, but woohoo! then the new covenant, the Holy Spirit was also given. It was a return to um, God's answer to confusing the language. I think Babel was um, that uh, they all heard the gospel being spoken in their own yep. tongue. And so it was, mm -hmm. you know, he, he's brilliant. God is brilliant. And we just have to get out of our Western minds because uh, none of this is, is really a challenge for him. Uh, if, yeah. just, if we put ourselves in the story, then our hearts become soft and we understand how brilliant these feast days and this, this whole um, storyline of Jesus in the feast is. Yeah, yeah I, I, I was ahead. motivated, animated by the, the reality that, you know, the, the Holy Week was the week of Passover. And if you follow the Bible from Exodus 12, God told them Nisan will be your first first month of the year and on the 10th day choose a lamb for each family mm -hmm. to be sacrificed to yeah. as a, a sacrifice for every family and you know and then and then on the 14th day you're to sacrifice it well the feast of the, the, that choosing of the lamb it, it says bring it into your household and keep it in your household for four yeah. days and on the fourth day fourth day kill it right so it, you it, you know, Jesus came in on the on the the triumphal entry on the 10th day of Nisan he was in his father's house in his in the city of Israel for four days, and then he was crucified on Wednesday. That fits the the actual pattern of what God had foreordained for Passover. You know, and Jesus. Yes, and Israel. then there's the cleanse. You know, it's it's the feast of unleavened bread too, and his his cleansing the temple was really part of that process of of uh, cleansing the the sin and iniquity and the perversion that had been made, the mockery that the religious system had made of his father's house. And so he, he cleansed it as he came on that triumphal entry and totally surprised everybody. I mean, what a lesson in uh, when God has things in mind, we need to set aside our agenda and 
try and understand what is he up to? Because they became afraid, they became offended, they scattered, they uh, they were in despair. They thought, oh no, this whole thing we've been buying into for the last three years, it's all over. We wasted our time and uh, they just didn't understand. It was the greatest day in history and God knew exactly what he was doing to redeem all the earth, all the earth. All we have to do is reach out and say yes to his offer. Yeah, and isn't it amazing that, that that's the way God does it is what seems impossible for man and, you know, for humanity is, is only possible by God. And the area where Satan thought he won his greatest victory is when he actually lost. Uh, it was his greatest defeat. And and for us, it was the great, you know, that sacrifice and that resurrection. That was the victory over death and sin. And, and uh, you know. Satan lost it all in that in that battle, and he he got he got the the ultimate April Fool's joke, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, there's well, a lot of cyclical patterns too. That yeah. and that's how you see the fingerprint of God. I mean, even with the 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 feast of um, uh, Pentecost, you know, the giving of the law, but also the giving of the Spirit. You know, and Paul says that there's death by the law and life through the spirit. And it's interesting that when the, the law was given, there was 3000 people that were killed. You know, that was when uh, they went throughout the camp and killed because they, they were doing the false, the uh, worshiping the calf, the golden calf. And, but on Pentecost, when that happened, there was 3000 people that came into the church, it says that day. And so you see that pattern and we see the patterns, what we're going through even now, uh, even now, as far as deliverance, you know, there's a lot of similarities to, to Egypt and Israel, you know, and I believe I, I do believe that we are Israel, and but th there's a lot of of crossovers there, uh, absolutely. And so as a result, it gives me a lot of comfort to see these things happen. You know, you think even with Trump, you know, oh, how can they do this to him? He's losing. He's losing. I think he's a 5D chess player. I think he's a brilliant, brilliant, outsmarted these people. Even. Uh, you know, just jumping on this last week with the uh, Braggs, Alvin Braggs, you know, at the New York Manhattan DA decides to go after Donald Trump and he indicts them. And it's, it's funny because everyone's like, well, what's he indicted for? Well, there's 34 charges. Well, what are they? Well, I can't really tell you that. I mean, <laughs> he's just flying by the seat of his pants. He doesn't have a uh, he doesn't have a wing and a prayer for anything. Uh, it's just, you know, it's just corruption at its at its finest. But, you know, you think, oh, how can this happen to Donald Trump? But you know what? I think Donald Trump wanted, as last week I said, he wanted to be arrested because every time he does this, he breaks new ground for what's going to happen for them. He has yeah. to pave the way for this to happen to them. And you, you don't want to be setting precedents the whole way long because people are just going to push back like this has never been done. You can't do that. You know, like you can't go after, um, you know, a congressperson's taxes. Well, that's what they did to him, right? And he fought it tooth and nail. It's not because he didn't want to show anything, because he was sparkly clean, like eleven million pages he gave for all. <laughs> it, yeah, they couldn't find anything. That's right. But you know what he did? He pushed it all the way up to the very, very, very tippy top, the Supreme Court. And they said, "Nope, they can see your stuff." They set precedents. Now, when you go after the deep state and all these people that are corrupted and compromised. You don't have to say like, oh, this has never been done. It's like, well, yeah. You remember when you did that to Trump? What's good for the goose, good for the gander, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, yeah. we've already set precedents. Mm -hmm. Well, this thing with Braggs, you know, he is a state 
DA, district attorneys. And what he has done is he has gone after a federal, like federal prosecution, but he's right. a state. And what that is doing is that is opening up the door. Like, for instance, the Clintons, they ran a lot of corruption out of Arkansas. Right. Um, you know, you've heard of the term like Arkansas and all that stuff. And those guys are so corrupt, but they ran a lot of these operations. Their, um, their uh, foundation, the Clinton Foundation, they ran a lot of that out of there. Well, there's a governor or um, a Republican DA in Arkansas. And so if he wants to go after the Clintons himself now for all of this, the door's been open because Bragg's opened that door. Before it couldn't be. It was before it's like, oh, we'll do the DOJ. Well, we know how we know how responsive the DOJ is for for uh, trying to prosecute things that are true. Uh, you know, they they just go after things that are false because they're so biased. So they're completely compromising and and, uh, and corrupt. Well, now there are Republican or hopefully just MAGA DAs throughout this country in various counties. I mean, it goes down to county level. You know, so it is opening up a major, major door that they're going to regret they ever opened. Pandora's box times ten. So yeah. I'm actually happy to see this. I think this was all his plan all along, just like the taxes. You know, they always come up with nothing burgers. So uh, he's really just putting them in, guiding them. This is how you're going to go. This is how we're going to take you down. And uh, you know, it's it's amazing. I think we lost Chris there. I think she. Lost connection. She'll probably jump right back on. Well, I think that I was going to say about that, Ron, is that, you know, there's just um, there's so the, the, the plan of the, that we're watching is, you know, this movie we're watching of being played out is really an opportunity for those who are truly for this nation to stand up and fight. And those who are the roaches who have really just looked out for their own interests or they're actually rhinos. They're not, they're actually part of the establishment uniparty and there can collusion with the other Democrats to accomplish the, the, that's coming out. And one of the ways that's coming out is that there's more and more evidence of the January 6th, that there were, you know, federal agents on the ground at January 6th and, and more and more it's coming out video after video and clip after clip showing these federal agents. And what has, what have the rhinos in, in Congress done to get some of those people out of prison? Like nothing. Yeah, nothing. Right? They're exposed too. And that's going to expose. Like these people don't, there are people in government that do not care about the common man, common woman, and they, they're they showing their colors. And I think that's what we're, we're in that stage. And, and it kind of just goes back to the same thing we've heard before. You know, you, you can't tell people what's happened. You've got to show them. They've got to see it for themselves. And, and I think that's kind of some of the things we're actually kind of seeing right now is with all the war drums being beat with, you know, the Taiwan and all the trans battles with, you know, to what the what the left really is about um, with, you know, attacking Trump. It's you've got to kind of let the, the darkness get darker and so that the light can get brighter and so that you can see who's really on whose team. And we're in that right now. It, it's it's becoming clear and clear. You, you, you're even people in the church. They're going to have to make a decision: Are they going to stand for truth and for uh, Orthodox Christianity? Are they going to fight for others who are believers, or are they going to take the side of the world, to take the side of the establishment, take the side of the deep state? And it, it really is a battle we're in. It's it's not just a physical battle, but it's a spiritual battle we're in. And we're just seeing some of the physical manifestations of that reality. And and I just want to say this, and I say this often. 
you know, really people are not our enemy. It's not really people that are, although there are people that have lined themselves with the enemy, people are not our enemy. There is a real Satan. He is about deception. He is about um, control. He is about, you know, um, deceiving and controlling people, bringing them into bondage. That's why, you know, Easter is so amazing because it was a picture of Satan's control and deception. Egypt was, you know, the Israelites were enslaved in Egypt for 400 years. That was a picture of humanity being enslaved by the forces of darkness. And, and, you know, obviously that story turns out where, you know, Pharaoh is destroyed, his entire army, army is destroyed in the waters of the, you know, the Red Sea. But, and, and so there will be people that who choose darkness, who will be destroyed, but the, but the people, the, the people are not our enemy. It's Satan who's our enemy. And so we just have to continue to remember that as we are exposing these things, we're talking about the trans war, we're talking about Trump and people attacking Trump. We're talking about Taiwan and the potential war. It's not people that we're act, attacking, even though they, people have chosen to align themselves with Satan. It, people, they've also many of, you know, most of them also are just full on deceived themselves and they're in bondage in control of Satan, you know? Oh yeah. So we, I mean, just an example of deception. People don't even realize. I mean, this last weekend, right? I mean, we had, you remember this one, right? I mean, it's like, this is, these are Easter egg hunts at churches and it's right. just about, I mean, the word Easter, Ishtar, that's the Babylonian goddess, you know, and, and the eggs, that was all fertility in association because she got pregnant, impregnated by a sunbeam. Uh, she was uh, Nimrod's wife and he died and she gets pregnant somehow. And so, but, you know, that is the icon and, and, and it's just church after church. I see, you know, St. Luke's here, uh, you know, you've got just uh, which ones? I mean, just McDowell Church, First Baptist Church. Emmanuel Lutheran, you know, or United. I mean, it just goes down and down and there's just no shortage. And it's just like, how can people fall for this? You know, and, and people go, oh, I, I won't get deceived. You know, I, I know things that are true and things that aren't. And yet, you know, here we are on a Sunday morning with eggs and, yeah. you know, and, and some people could say, oh, we celebrate both. But what happens is, is it's always a compromise. There's always a price to pay. There are a lot of people in this country and in this world that think it's only about fertility and eggs because that's really all they've heard. They haven't stepped right. in. It's not like a Thanksgiving that's really hard to corrupt right now. It's like right. this one had a couple hundred years to corrupt, not a couple, lots, a millennial, you know, a millennium worth. And so, but, you know, everybody is is subject to degrees of, of uh, deception and they may not even know it. I, you know, I mean, there was a time it didn't bother me either. And now I, you know, I had a four-year-old, I mean, she's all grown up now, you know, late twenties. <laughs> when she was four, we were going to, to do Easter eggs. And I told her these are called pagan Easter eggs. And so she was all excited and she was actually at church and she's like, Oh, this afternoon we're going to do a pagan Easter egg hunt. And all my friends looked at us like, what are you talking about? Hey? Yeah, I taught my and daughter like, right. Gotta let, yeah, I gotta let her know the truth. Said, you know, yeah. she could have fun, but, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I want her to at least know the origins. And so, you know. Yeah, what you empower, you're just, you're championing what you yeah. agree with. So it's yeah. important. Hey, I just want to make a comment. You know, I got knocked off. And Welcome I back. think we're having a little interference from totally. outside because they blocked me from trying to get back on. Wow. Um, and I don't know if you saw the little interruption that happened. Well, you, you may not have noticed it, Ron. We noticed you off the screen. <laughs> uh, well, that wasn't just it. There was somebody 
who interrupted our space. So just know that, you know, this is, um, we are at war. It's a communication wars. Uh, and speaking yeah. of war, you know, did you oh. see what uh, President Trump, um, he's, he truthed today? Yeah, all no, caps. Go for it. Yeah, he uh, he actually truthed um, a very simple truth on Truth Social. He put um, World War Three, and he didn't put anything else. And we know that he's been talking about it. Uh, he's been saying he can prevent it in one day, but um, it's very concerning. I don't know what you think about it, but I think that uh, he also he said that he uh, is the best, the only way to solve this problem with China. So I know he's talking about the increase of activity with China and, and Taiwan. He said the only way to solve this problem with China is and every other problem that we have is to get rid of Biden. We know Biden is bought and paid for. We know that he works for the CCP, that he's doing business with them. His son and family have been front front money black money. Um, he's been uh, doing that with Ukraine, too. So he's he's bought off on both sides of the the war fronts that we are looking at. Wow. And so he's an infiltration from within to weaken this nation, to create chaos, to prevent solutions, to create what I think are financial destitutions that are pre-planned, to interrupt our supply lines, to weaken our infrastructure and to allow mm -hmm. an internal invasion, I think, through open borders and it's aiding the economic collapse. It's weakening our military. And now we have so much, so much distrust on the, the world stage. I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm a little embarrassed to, um, to say I'm an American, not because I don't love this nation, but because the leadership in this nation is so misrepresenting our values. Yeah. yeah, it's very clear that we're we're in a battle. I mean, you're seeing things across the globe. Um, you know, foreign countries making fun of you know of of the resident. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. and, and and there's so much there's so much you can make fun of because he just can barely control make a, a complete sentence. He doesn't. He's supporting transgenderism from the White House. I mean, just complete insanity is going on in our government in our in our military. I mean, and when you know when you have you know a weak leadership in in one of the powerfulest nations of the world you know tyrants will use that as an opportunity to surround taiwan you know and mm -hmm. uh so take and take over ukraine that they know that they that you know the weak person and and uh won't do anything and uh you know and i think they they didn't try any of that during trump's even though that they, they told they said oh no trump will lead us into world war three and then he shakes hands with Kim Jong-un and makes friends. Oh, no, Trump's going to collapse the economy. And it's the most powerful economy we've ever had in, in American history. And then, of course, the economy sucks now. Uh, but, you know, the same people won't give the same uh, evaluation to the per person currently in the White House. So, yeah, you it's know, it, it, Biden definitely gives plenty of ammunition for everyone to use. I mean, I talk about um, Comedy Central, maybe not in this country because ours are bought and sold. But other countries, I was looking at one that was in the Middle East, and I think it was uh, Saudi Arabia. And they show a guy that looks like Biden going up 
you know, up the stairs to a plane and he just keeps falling and falling and falling. And it has some like Benny Hinn type of music to it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was just, even, even though it didn't have to be in English, it was just hilarious. Um, only hilarious because of yeah. maybe my, uh, my feelings towards this, this actor, uh, you know, if it were, um, a legitimate president that was trying to do the best for the country, I'd be offended, mm-hmm. but it's like, okay, these people get it. These people, you know, they, they yeah. think of him as a laughing stock as well. And he is, he's very embarrassing. He doesn't know where he's standing and, 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 you know, there's no jab against people that are old. I mean, you know, it does happen. It may happen to me someday, but you know, for him, but, he should, but you won't be running that. the government. You're not going to be in government doing That's right. it. That's right. Yeah. You want the, you want your healthiest, mentally sharp person running mm-hmm. this country, the most powerful man in the world. You want to have somebody who's got his wits about him. That is a well leadership qualities, right? I mean, a great leader is a servant, humble, mm-hmm. but also they can act when they need to, and they can point things out. We need to do this now. He's just like, where's my ice cream? Oh, that's a cute little girl. I mean, he's just all over the place, you know? And so mm-hmm. um, it's really distressing. Um, I don't have a lot of confidence. You know, you were asking about, How's this make you feel, you know, and, and mm-hmm. I don't have that confidence, you know, especially with uh, the war drums that are banging, you know, there's cool. been a pickup mm-hmm. in China wow. and Taiwan, you know, yeah. and that's. Been- yes. And our present administration is it. They're not saying anything to the American people. They are not addressing the obvious elephant in the room. There are lots of other distractions going on. Um, both domestically and even over in Ukraine and then Israel with the, with the missiles. And uh, it just is very disturbing to think that uh, our leadership is not, I mean, McCarthy's the highest person in the land who's actually uh, addressed it recently with the president of Taiwan and, and their, their meeting. And so uh, the fact that it seems to be increasing and no one's trying to stop it is very disturbing. Yeah. Well, and, and, and one of the things that Trump did and that I loved is he always called out the media when they were lying. They're not telling the truth. Like, tell the truth. I mean, that's one of the things I love about Carrie Lake. She's like, I was in media for 20 years. Uh, you know, when I wasn't able to speak about freely about what was going on and I was being told what stories I could do, I'm done. She quit right on live air. You know, here here we know that the, the, the battle in Ukraine is not going well. We've heard, you know, rumors. And then you get this, pen, you know, the Pentagon Intel link uh, leak that comes out and says, yeah, the... Russia is about to win, win this entire war and and we get nothing from the White House that no one's telling the truth that that this that all this money we poured in Ukraine has been wasted. I mean, there's po- photos coming out of of President Zelensky and on his desk, he's got white substance on his desk, which. So, oh, there's some of the American money paid for some cocaine blow on his desk. I and mean, we know that this, you know. The money's not going to where it's supposed to go, and this is just a proxy war to give you know. And people are laundering money. So, I mean, then then this whole thing with the Pentagon Intel leak coming out that you know the details of that are just crazy. Yeah, especially since it's it it's leaking from the Pentagon. I mean, it's it's coming from the highest source, the Joint Chiefs. They're only. Uh, I was listening to an interview by Cash Patel uh, earlier, and the only source there are only a few people who could have leaked this and they're all some of the highest 
intelligence people and top secret operatives in our nation. And uh, where's Millie? I mean, Millie's not addressing anything. And uh, that certainly the press isn't letting us know. And it's not part of the White House press conference. They're not speaking anything about it. So I know that uh, part of the intel leak was that um, that Ukraine is not doing well. And there's a secret, what, what the leak said, there's a secret munition and armament um, supply line being developed with South Korea but for some reason, nobody's supposed to know about it from our, our position because then they might know that the Ukrainians are doing terribly. And they only have until about the 23rd to 27th of May before their, uh, their air support dome is going to be uh, it's rendered useless. And so like the, the Iron Dome mm-hmm. over, over Israel, they have some air support, but it's degenerating. And right now there are holes in it. And so the the narrative that Ukraine is doing very poorly, and where's the money that we said? 250 billion, B billion dollars. Um, you know, he couldn't have snorted that much coke up oh his nostrils. I, I don't know. know. Where the guy's pretty they? crazy. He goes off the rails. I mean, I've seen some of his acting. Uh, you know, wearing spandex, dancing and, you know, and tights and drifts and yeah. really yeah, bizarre, bizarre he, stuff. He's an occultist. He's a Luciferian. He's he's a Satanist. He, he uh, is perverted and he is not a he's installed um, and he's playing the position that he was given to play. Yeah. These people are so unimaginative. I mean, th- th- like, who are we going to pick? And they actually find an actor that plays the president of Ukraine. You know, I don't know if you've seen any of the movies. He was a simple guy and he's just like, you know, and they, they I, I think he was a, a teacher or something. And they said, oh, he needs to be the the president. And he becomes the president, you know, and so he plays this president. And they're like, hmm, that's a good idea. Maybe he should be a real one. Let's let's install yeah, him. He already knows that was how to a act. Psy-op. That was probably just the psyop all from the very beginning. I mean. That, you know, if you think the rest of the world's deep state haven't figured out how to utilize Hollywood, I mean, their own Hollywood versions of things, you know, put put, put the guy in this case, we'll build him up and then we'll make him the president and people will. And that's what happened is he like overwhelmingly won the election because people had already just kind of seen him on playing and as an actor on a movie as president. Then, oh, he, he must be. A, I mean, it's just the the way the psyops work, you know? And so people voted him in, you know, if he was, if that was even a real, well, there was that color revolution. So I, I don't think he was voted in. And once again, it's the CIA coming in to interfere with the duly elected president of another nation that doesn't fit the narrative that the CIA wants to bring forward. They want to disrupt that place because that is their largest center for child trafficking, for uh, money laundering, and for um, hiding out. I mean, it's a big George Soros area. So, yeah. I mean, that that is their their safety line, their their little island in the between Asia and and Europe. And they didn't want it disrupted. But they don't mind killing thousands and thousands of innocent people, all those people that have been displaced. My heart breaks for them. There are so many refugees that have gone out of that nation and and they fled. And uh, I mean, we know now they are 
they force women into the military and and little young boys, prepubescent boys, under 12 years old, they're going and saying, you're, you're going to the front lines now. So those that were just little guys, um, that so I mean, it's child soldiers. So that this whole thing is so despicable. And, um, it's because of our ability to, um, to do the, the, uh, smoke and mirrors, uh, as though we're watching a real, we're living a real thing. And then we turn off real news and we watch this show, this, uh, wag it's the dog. fiasco. Yeah. It's a wag the dog situation. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. We just got to continue to pray that uh, God will expose that and, yes. um, expose the forces of darkness that are controlling that. I mean, Ukraine was voted the second most corrupt nation in the world by independent, uh, organization and then, of course, you know, the Azov Battalion we've heard about, you know, the, our own Congress designated them in 2015 as a as a terrorist organization. And now they're fighting for, uh, you know, they're fighting on, on, on the side. And, and those, they're the ones that are probably bringing these children into the front lines and making them child soldiers because they have no, I mean, the Azovs are Nazis. They have no concern for human life. They have only concern for what they get out of it and what they're accomplishing. So it's pretty, pretty yep. wicked such an upside down world it's everything is opposite it's like i was listening to doug collins the other day uh, right side broadcasting and he did a deep dive on putin understanding uh vladimir putin and you know we have this leftover ideology of communism right the soviet union communism you know the party and how hard it was well by the time Boris Yeltsin was in power there. He had single digits approval and the Soviet Union collapsed. It absolutely is just falling apart in, in the worst of every way, food, supply chains, people were done with that. And so when it was built back up and Putin was one of those people that helped build it, it was anything but communism. In fact, right. Putin allowed statues of people to be erected that fought communism, people like the czars and stuff like that. In, in the dynasties before, but also people that actively fought against communism. And here Putin allows this type of statue and memorials to be put up. He was giving reverence to these people, part of their history. And so you see that and it's like, well, what communist person would do that? Another one was one of the first things they did when uh, the communists took over the Soviet Union was get rid of religion, right? You had to go underground, it was illegal. Right. And you look now, where Putin is touting the scriptures in his speeches, protecting the church, and and the, they have a kind of a state church, you know, which is the Orthodox Russian Orthodox, um, completely different. I mean, even broke my stereotype. I, I was really surprised when I actually started to listen to some of his speeches this past year, and I'm like, wow, he's got them in the audience, and they're wearing the full garb, and you know, they're not underground. Mm -hmm. And then I hear from the evangelical community that, yeah, the feedback they've got is he's been very, very um, kind or tolerant of, of the church right. and, and is not getting in their way. You know, and here it's just the opposite. Here was supposed to be, you know, a light, you know, on a hill for all to see and God bless America and all that stuff. But yet we get uh, we see persecution everywhere, you know, trying to shut down churches or your hate speech if you if you quote certain mm -hmm. verses you know that just happen to go against the the latest trends of of sin and debauchery you know mm -hmm. we 
we, we, we quote it and all of a sudden we get in trouble. You know, people have been arrested for just praying on the sidewalk, not even talking to anybody outside of abortion clinics, you know? And so you see that here and you see it there, a complete upside down world. And you yep. see that with Ukraine as well, you know, um, just, yeah, it's crazy. Well, and then the people that they're controlling in Ukraine, the people that they're, they're actually putting underground are the church, the Orthodox church and the churches, uh, Christian churches in Ukraine are actually being um, controlled and shut down. So mm. it's where we do not have a, a, a media who is actually investigating the actual war that's going on over there. And they are not being true, which, you know, just makes it goes back to all of the different wars we fought in, how much of them were you know, controlled and orchestrated by a, a deep state who had a plan that was alternate to the, to truth and justice in the American way. You know, it's like mm -hmm. we, I mean, I, I, that's why I'm concerned about Taiwan. You know, it's like, what, who's at play? Well, who has something to gain by taking Taiwan? What, what's going on in Taiwan that the dark hats would want and to protected what's going on that the white hats would want exposed what's going on in, in, in China, you know, I mean, we already know the things, types of things that go on in China. So there's always more going on than we're being told in the media. That's very, it's very clear that you know, they tell us the dumbest, you know, most simple narrative and we're, and just expect everybody to believe it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand, to be honest, I don't understand this, this whole thing with uh, Taiwan. I mean, part of it is let's start world war three I get that the 16 year plan, you know, the deep state wants to take down this country and you need a superpower to do it. But then I, I remember Nancy Pelosi going to see Taiwan and China was having a fit, or at least it appeared to be, mm -hmm. it could be all optics, right. but it's just like, okay, are you trying to, are you trying to poke a giant to take us down because that's what you want? Or are you really against China? But then again, you're totally bought out because, you know, so many people are just completely bought out and stand up for China. They don't, you know, go after them for anything. You know, the, the trade agreements, the trade deals, the, you know, the stealing of secrets, all those things. And so I'm not sure I, I, what's real at this point. I'm just watching and taking note. Yeah, but but it w could have a very a very real consequence if there is nuclear war. I mean, uh, we all have young people in our family that uh, it could affect. I mean, it, I think that big X factor of what in the world could, could happen, uh, supply lines could be interrupted, uh, difficult uh, abilities to get food and uh, supplies, uh, even equipment, uh, our infrastructure to maintain it, things for our cars, our computers, our communications. There are so many things that um, could happen in the next uh, bit. And you know, uh, you know, springtime. You, we were talking earlier. Springtime is kind of the time of war uh, in the Bible. It was uh, it was springtime, the uh, time for kings to go to war. That's when King David didn't go to go to war. But I, really, this is a a time where the weather is better and uh, where people's the nations start doing their saber kind of clashing and uh, that the unknown is very disturbing. So we need to know and have security in something besides uh, our own nation. And we really need that relationship with God and to know 
that uh, we are secure in him. It doesn't guarantee that nothing bad will happen to us, but these are very concerning times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, Sebastian Gorka said the China warships have encircled Taiwan under the guise of military exercises, exactly the same excuses that Putin gave um, when he amassed troops on the border for invading Ukraine. Um, Biden has made all of this possible. And that's I think that's the key is the weak leadership in, in the yeah. White House. Is, and we're, we're seeing it happen. So it's just we just need to be praying because we don't know the end from the beginning like the Lord does. He knows what he's doing. We just need to be prepared, you know, um, for anything i mean we need to we need to have food in our home and be able to help feed our neighbors we need to be ready for a comms you know dropping of calm you know communications going down um you know because we do we are told by multiple sources there will be some additional false flags and scare events coming so you know i i could see them easily trying to turn us into a war to create a scare event so and there's just so much going on uh, to, to be aware of that may be what it takes to wake people up. I hate to say it each week, but, you know, just the news story of, of a fear of something like that is probably not enough. But if you lose a small town or something really, you know, some collateral damage, I mean, I think about what happened in 9-11, you know, 3,000 people, but that affected 300 million people, you know. And if you if you look at a percentage-wise, it's a very small percentage, although it was a huge number, huge thing, you know, um, terrible tragedy. But look at the impact that it had, you know, besides bizarre, you know, um, legislation like Patriot Act. But Patriot Act. I mean, today we still have to, you know, go through extra lines to get on the plane and, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, Travel is so yeah, bizarre. They, they now. haven't really found anybody that way, from what I've I've read. But they found a, an awful lot of uh, shoplifters from that run those lines, the TSA and stuff. They, you know, people would take things and stuff. It was a really interesting article. On huh. that. They, they wow. yeah, they found like 500 cases of that across the country, but not a single case of finding a terrorist boarding a plane. You know. But uh, anyway, unintended yeah. consequences of, of these things that are happening. I mean, 9-11, you know, bringing in the Patriot Act and making it so it's it's legal for you to spy on Americans and using the FISA courts. I mean, now they've got one that's come up right now. And you guys are probably familiar with uh, the the Restrict Act, which is an attempt to stop China from being able to mine your data through TikTok. So they're going to ban TikTok, but also they're going to make it possible so that you aren't allowed to use a VPN. They're going to make it illegal for you to use a VPN, and they're oh going to make goodness. it illegal. Uh, basically, make it so that the Commerce Department can actually access all of your files on your computer and your phones. And it's called the Restrict Act. So they're, they they create this paper tiger. Well, China and TikTok's really bad. So we're going to create this legislation so that we can we can access all of your communications legally, right? And that's, this is what's going, we have to be really careful. I mean, and Lindsey Graham was like one of the chief founders. Oh, he is not a good man. He is, he is not a good man. Oh, he was clueless on that. Jesse Waters asked him that. He's like, so, Hey, uh, what do you think about this bill? It's actually going to cause everyone to be, you know, uh, looked over by the government and the government can, and he's like, I'm not for that. And he goes, well, you're actually a co-sponsor of that. Did you know that? And he's like, your name's on well, the bill right I'm here. Wrong, I'll, I'll change it. You know, he, he was on the spot. And so he either is not doing his job reading these bills that he is co-sponsoring or he is just backpedaling because he was so put on the spot. 
by Jesse Waters. It was really uh, quite amazing to see yeah. see that happen. And so, yeah, yeah. The restrict act that you definitely want to call your congressperson, say, do not do this, do not go down this road. You know, it's very similar to even the digital currency that's supposed to come out this week. You know, they were supposed to start that um, going. And if that happens and word needs to get out, people need to be telling everyone, do not do this. This is not about convenience. This is about absolute loss of any freedom you have to spend the money the way you want to, because as we have seen already, Mm -hmm. they can shut down your bank accounts. They can shut down your ability. And so let's do a scenario in the future. If you have these, what, 15 minute cities or something where you can't really travel more than 15 minutes from your city, well, how they'll do that is you go to, hey, let's go grab some groceries or, you know, gas and you go outside that 15 minutes and all of a sudden your car doesn't work. And it's like, I can't, why can't I buy this? It's because we don't want you out that far. We want you to stay within your city. That's how it can happen. And we know from even uh, Canada, you know, when we yeah. had all the truckers doing the trucker strike and they went around, um, I can't remember if it was Ottawa or what, but they, you know, they went around the, the capital and just blockaded. And what happened? All of their accounts got frozen. They couldn't even get money for food or gas. And they're like, you know, and they're just like, you know, you have to get out. Uh, we've we've locked every one of your accounts up. Even people that were supporting uh, had their accounts affected. So there's a lot of power. Well, if you had cash, you can at least, you know, survive. But right. they could starve you out within days, you know, if you're not prepared you know with extra food and all that stuff and you have no money so what do you do you know start bartering or you know so very dangerous king Uh, yeah cash is king i mean i I would say right now everybody hearing our show go get some cash out and start paying your bills in cash start going going to the store and paying cash as much as you possibly can to push back against and yeah it might be a little bit less convenient You've got, I mean, that same $100 bill that you spend somewhere will be used over and over and over and over again, and it won't be taxed like it will, and it won't be monitored like it would if it was going through this, uh, digital digital means. So, Yeah, speaking of um, some things in the economy, did you see that there's a bill that was uh, trying to introduce the gold standard back to the Federal Reserve? It was wow. uh, introduced this weekend, and I was kind of uh, excited. Andy Biggs from Arizona and another couple of congressmen put it together, and it's called HR twenty four thirty five. If you want to research it, uh, but basically, it's uh, the purpose is trying to get us back on the gold standard. Which, hey, wow. that that sounds really, really good to me. Yep. Um, the Federal Reserve. Uh, it's they want that the dollar to get a set value in gold and that um, the the ability to uh, pay with gold or with with money would be the same. So there's not this changing due to what the government wants, not just printing money um, helter skelter. Uh, so the return to the gold standard would probably curtail a lot of the economic damage that's going on right now, especially the inflation, the federal debt, and this whole instability with the banks right now. So um, I'm excited that three uh, congressmen put this out Um I am a bit concerned that every time something with the going back to the gold standard occurs, uh, people seem to get pass away. 
very quickly and mm -hmm. uh, that there are people who do not want that to happen. Many people yep. think that's why Kennedy got assassinated and uh, that um, his desire to get back on a, a precious metal system uh, was, was part of that. So be watching for this gold standard restitution act it's called. And let's uh, let's, if it goes through the Senate, hopefully it won't be vetoed on Biden's desk. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. It'd be interesting to see. Actually, what it should do is kick off a full investigation of those that took us off. I know most of them all, are all passed, but propagated it. And, and so it could never happen again. People need to be educated. It's not like, oh, let's just keep flip flopping back and forth as you know, the trends uh, dictate. It's like, well, why did, why did, why are we where we're at? You know, there's a good chance we could go back on a gold standard because it is so unhealthy right now. The fiat system, the fake money is ran its course, you know, and, and you can't do anymore. There's, there's more debt than there's money in the world, you know, or gold in the world. So it's obviously can't continue. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Hopefully well, and people I guess get the Federal Reserve has kept how much gold we actually have a, a big secret, so yeah, nobody I don't know. really knows how much do we have. And part of this um, this bill is to give 24 months for the Federal Reserve and the U.S. Treasury to give the information of how many how much gold we actually have in the, their um, their coffers. So that yeah. I mean, we know pretty much what other nations have, but nobody seems to know what the Federal Reserve has. Yeah. Like Fort Knox. Is it just empty? Guarding an empty. I mean, nobody knows what's in there. You know, the pictures are like really old, old pictures of bars. You have no idea where they're at, but you don't have an audit like, oh, yeah, this is at least I have not seen that. People have been trying. Yeah, to I've heard, heard a lot of underground reports that uh, the Vatican has a ton of gold under the underground and under the Vatican. So, I mean, I've, I've been to the Vatican Museum. They've got a lot of gold above the ground. So I wonder how much they have under the ground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. It think... reminds me of, uh, Saint, what was it? Uh, St. Francis. Um, you know, he, <laughs> so... he took that oath of poverty and the, and, uh, what was it? The Pope said, you know, the, the Pope brought no him to the Vatican. Silver goes, and gold have I none. We can and... no longer save silver and gold. Have I none? And he yep. goes, yes, but we also can no longer say get up and walk <laughs> to a, yeah. a man who's yep. the church Amen. lost his power to. Yep, absolutely. So what else well, is going on? Those are some of the battles that we're facing. I, I think the big battle um, that has really been going on, and it, I think it's a, it's it's really, I think, one to show us just how corrupt the lefts are, the left is, to, to, to this whole trans battle. Um, to try to deny fundamental reality and make and demand everybody else deny it and go along. And there's, there's people trying to fight back. I mean, I'm looking like yeah. it, uh, the, the swimmer, she's like fighting, fighting back against this whole thing and saying, it's not okay that, um, that, that a, a biological man was beaten, was, you know, who tie tied with was given the photo op as the winner. And she went before and, and and gave an account and just like this is not okay. And then they, there was a big mob of trans activists who were violent, violently trying to attack her. Yeah, that was in our and, state. It was Riley Gaines, and she came in number two. She was swimming for uh, Kentucky, the University of Kentucky, at the 
the um, NCAA swim uh, championship and she got beat. So she was, she is now pushing back uh, and bringing up not just the unfairness of the sports, but also that there's grooming going on of our kids, that there are locker room issues and, and bathroom issues and this whole um, unfairness in the sports I mean that the deceptive terms are are out there, and uh, so she was at the the San Francisco State University this weekend, and she it might have been on Thursday or Friday, but the a mob surrounded her. She was sequestered, even though she had university police, but who knows how good they are. Yeah. Um, uh, they surrounded her and she was locked in a room for three hours because it was unsafe. She did get hit by what she calls a man in a dress. And so she was struck and she is going to uh, file some lawsuits against him. And uh, basically she was there just to give her her view, to have a discussion about uh, women in sports and to talk about that the inclusion of transgender athletes is really stealing from our our girls, our little girls in yeah. sports and our women in sports. And so they're using this deceptive language that's supposed to convince you that, um, that, that you need to tolerate this like gender affirming healthcare. That's the, oh. the transitional care, gender affirming. So if you're a man in a, in a dress, you can call yourself, obviously, we know that identification as a woman, and I'll, I'm just telling you as a woman, that um, they're trying to call me uh, a biological woman. I'm not allowed to be called a woman anymore. I'm a cis um, female, C-I-S, because that's you were, you were, you still have the parts you were born with. And, and I go, I reject that. No, I am a W-O-M-A-N. <laughs> and right. uh, hear me roar because I'm ready to <laughs> roar. And that, uh, that their excuse is that they want people to have a whole, uh, a way to live a whole life and a, be a whole person. And no matter what that means to, to them, and, it, and they use the word inclusivity as part of their language and saying, oh, this is our core value. And in, um, it, it's just a, a complete twisting around of uh, what is true. And so, um, you know, I, I know this is, uh, um, they were, there was a big Kid Rock had a little activity this weekend too, <laughs> didn't he? Over the Bud White light um, yes. poster child that was um, being shown that that I mean this is a, an example of go woke go broke and obviously the beer industry does not understand who their who their audience is because yeah. they ticked off a lot of uh, the beer drinkers and uh, did any of you see that that uh, that I guess it was a posting by Kid Rock. Yeah, uh, I didn't see the one by him. I saw one by another guy who was covered in total tats, and he just ended with, "Hey, if you dudes are drinking light beer, you're halfway there already." You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you see the video, the TikTok video of the steamroller? They placed out a bunch of Bud Bud Light are all on the, and they just steamrolled over the whole thing. 
like thousands and thousands of cans of Bud Light just being destroyed. And, you know, and Bud, Bud Light is is kind of silent right now. They they're probably not sure what they, they made a very strong tactical air. I mean, Bud Light commercials used to be like very you know American, raw, raw, your average person, average citizen, cheer them on all, you know, horse trucks. yeah, I was <laughs> Clydesdales. I mean, it's like yeah. they went from they went from being like really understanding their audience to not understanding their audience at all. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, um, we, we bring this up not because we're against certain people, but it does create a lot of pain. And I just wanted to, to share a real quick uh, video where somebody went with a transition and now has realized that that was not what they were supposed to do. Wow. Uh, let me just play that real quick. It's not the one that I grew up in. They're pushing an agenda. The demonic beings are pushing an agenda to destroy and mutilate our children, get rid of them out of our homes, trust the state and the school and the teachers more than their parents. And it's everything is turned upside down. And I wanted you to hear an emotional testimony from a detransitioner. What's going to happen to the kids? Can't go back. Can't go back. You can't go back. I'm not, I'm sad for myself, of course. Not in a victim kind of way, but in like, I need to, this process of mourning who I was is touching go. So, but I'm sad for humanity and the children and what's going to happen when they're screwed up. We're going to see what's going to happen. And I really, really hope all these professionals get their friggin karma because i know that some of them don't realize and some of them might be brainwashed and whatever i've had seven surgeries i've had one stress heart attack i've had a helicopter life ride uh with pulmonary embolism i've had uh 17 rounds of antibiotics i had six inches of hair on the inside of my urethra for 17 months Nobody would help me, including the doctor that did this to me because I lost my insurance. So we know. Yeah. So it's that man. It's just that's brutal. Yeah. Brutal. It is. Remember when we had um, Laura from Changed? Yes. Changed movement. So there are Lauren. 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 Thank you uh, from the Change movement. And uh, I mean, it is heartbreaking. But there is hope. Uh, there are many. Uh, that that was more coming out of the gay lifestyle. Can you see how transgenderism takes it up to the next level? Because there's chemical cast, castration going on. And when he says you can't go back, there are many women who will be um, neutered forever. And if they have a change of heart and want to have regular families, they won't be able to. Yeah, I saw yeah, this graphic, the graphic that showed there was like a in like 2008 there were like three centers that did um the this trans you know gender affirming care and now there are like 300 in america all over the place and and really people are coming out and saying this is really about the money you actually like if someone goes through the transition it's like worth a million dollars to the the industries that are doing that are doing this 
and that's that's not even just the cost of the drugs there's more it's like there's more um so it's like it's about money people are choosing this is the part i think it's really sick is that people are choosing money you know just like we saw through covid 19 doctors choosing their jobs over doing what was right do no harm we have a soul problem in america where we're more concerned about money than we are about what's doing doing what is right and that and i believe that's the, what's it's running this whole thing is why people aren't speaking out. People aren't speaking up Why people are continuing to, to run down this path. It's like, no, you're going down a path of destruction, turn, repent, turn 180 degrees, go the other direction. That's what repent means is change your mind, go back. This is the, but the problem is, is the people that are getting destroyed are the mentally, those who are struggling with their identity, young people who don't feel like they don't, oh, I, I never felt, you know, normal in my own skin. Well, heck, we all go through that. Everyone, I don't know anybody who went through puberty and didn't feel weird in their own skin. Like yeah. barely anybody get, feels 100% perfect through that process. But we're taking people that are going through puberty, using that as an excuse while they're weak and they're able to be persuaded that maybe, well, maybe you're a woman, not a man. And, and we're yeah. distorting people's reality and then we're cutting off parts of their bodies and, and doing harm to them. This is I, I can't think of anything else more satanic than that, than, than that or wiping out children in the womb or after the womb. It's like, these are like the, the last stages of a culture completely in decline and yeah. we're seeing it right before our eyes. And it, it, what happens is when good people do nothing, that's when wickedness, you know, we need to speak out against this. And, and we're not, we love people that are even people that are trans. We love them, but we, and this is why we're speaking about it because we love you. We want you to know the truth. Yeah, and I know we're wrapping up, but I, I, I heard a statistic today that just broke my heart. It said that one of the largest groups of trans people going into transition are autistic children. So they are, they are capturing them in the schools with um, uh, where they're already in, in some struggles within their own body. Uh, ma many of them could be vaccination um, caused injuries. Uh, but, but when I heard that they are prying, preying on these um, autistic children, they are the largest population of people who are trans transitioning. Mm. Do you think that some of this is like a God complex with some of these doctors, like they're artists and this is a mural, an easy mural to work on. And it's like, look what I can create, look what I can do. And, and they're pushing the, the envelope of, of this distortion of the people, but it's almost like an art. I, I'm just wondering if they have this in there, you know, to be exalted. Look what I can do. Look, I can make that person look like this person. I can change this person. It's almost like a God feature. Like yeah. I've created something, you know, that you can't. And I, I just wonder if some of these people are motivated by that. Yeah. Uh, plus the money. Pride and greed are, are two of the the biggest motivators. But uh, there there's an evil above above them. And this agenda is being driven mm -hmm. from very dark places. Yeah. Yep. Well, we covered a lot of things. Uh, Need to keep praying. World War Three, uh, you know, <laughs> at Taiwan, Ukraine, uh, uh, Alvin Bragg's the trans movement, uh, and the heartbreaks of, of what it creates. 
So yeah, pre- uh, uh, yeah, we we, did, we didn't cover the Robert Kennedy going uh, his candidacy for presidency yeah. or Alexander Soros going to the White House fourteen times. We we'll cover some of this that next has week. Been Wake the Bear Radio on KSCO ten eighty on your AM dial. Oh, <laughs>